Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right. Good day, everyone. Thank you so much for your patience. Uh, I'm not sure. Hopefully, V will be able to jump on here shortly. But I know many of you have been waiting uh, quite a while, so I wanted to go ahead and get the show on the road. And hopefully, V can can make it in here shortly. I uh, just want to go ahead and thank our sponsors, My Freedom uh, Now. Uh, so make sure in the event that you're needing a loan, needing any type of uh, debt consolidation, to check them out. Uh, MyFreedomNow.us, I believe that's the link. And then also the Crypto School. Uh, you know, doing amazing things with the crypto school, the crypto school.io. Uh, I love hearing those guys listening to their shows and hopefully we can get them on this week as well. So uh, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you go back, check out the interview that we did yesterday with Jim Willie, uh, getting rave reviews, uh, lots of views already, lots of great comments. So go check that out. You know, again, you know, things are constantly changing and it's just important right now to stay in tune uh, to what is happening happening. So uh, bear with me. It's a little bit difficult as I'm managing the controls and, and bringing up articles and, and those types of things so that we can, we can make sure to share those. But the first uh, conversation I want to have and start, jump into today, and I had to laugh when I brought up the Drudge Report because it specifically states, I'm not sure if, if anyone has caught this yet, but however, it looks like Kim Kardashian uh, did make it to the White House to visit with Donald Trump and I don't know what publication it was. I guess I could probably just bring it up, but they they actually titled it uh, on Zero Hedge. It, it listed it as Kim Thong Un visits Trump. And many of you know that you know her husband, who has been uh, really you know kind of you know a supporter of Trump, has taken a lot of of uh, Kanye uh, West. Uh, you know, obviously that's her husband has taken a lot of backlash, you know, from support showing support from from Trump. And she specifically has met with him. I'm going to bring up the article as well, so that way you guys can kind of, you know, keep up with what I'm, I'm discussing here. Again, bear with me for just a moment. Sometimes it's a little challenging uh, when you're running the controls and everything else. I'm going to bring this up real quick. Uh, there we go. And hopefully you should be able to see that uh, now. Uh, so. You know, you should be able to see it on the Periscope stream, the Facebook, everywhere that we uh, simulcast to, you should be able to to see that. So Kim Kardashian, who met with Trump to discuss a, a much needed topic, and, and, and it is something that is, is very important, and that is uh, prison reform. And it's ironic she met with Trump. It would have been nice if Jeff Sessions was involved so that way he specifically, you know, could have listened to the same conversation what Kim is advocating for. And the entire reason that Kim is advocating for prison reform was that she caught word of a, uh, via Twitter, of a lady that was imprisoned uh, for quite a while. She was the, uh, it's unfair, tradition tweeted about, uh, about hearing about Alice Marie Johnson. And Alice is the mother of three requests to the White House meeting after hearing about the plight of Alice Marie Johnson. 
this is unfair. Kardashian tweeted back in October 2017. Sources told the Post that the Kardashian argued that Johnson, a Memphis great-grandmother convicted of a drug conspiracy, had paid her debt to society after 21 years behind bars and deserves clemency. And let's remember that this all stems back from the failed drug wars that were launched, you know, several years back where we we're seeing, you know, across the states, people were advocating for medicinal cannabis, the legalization. However, we still have an out of tune and out of pace DEA that they still list, you know, cannabis, these drugs as scheduled one drugs. And so this is this is much needed. Now, I, again, it'll be touted, it'll probably be laughed out by the, the MSM, you know, stating in the time of importance, why is uh, he me meeting with Kim Kardashian? Now, I, you know, we've been talking a lot about Ross Albrecht, and I think that there are some, some other people that need to get in. And it'd be nice to see Lynn Albrecht in there with uh, Donald Trump and talk about the uh, the unjust that was done to him uh, with the FBI, kind of almost similar to what Trump is going through as well. So let's give let's get Lynn Albrecht a chance to get into the Oval Office. Let's not let because here's my problem with this. Okay, here's my only problem with this. You know, I I applaud her efforts regarding prison reform and everything. However, we can't allow exposure to the Oval Office of just those uh, elitists, those of social class. I won't even call her elitist because she really hasn't done anything to warrant uh, her entire uh, wealth. Um, so, so that's the, the only problem I have with it, you know. So, so let's pay attention to the grassroots movement, the free Ross Ulbricht, free Ross, those messages that need to be heard. And let's not also forget, you know, Julian Assange, who is a true uh, patriot, who has, you know, shared all the the information regarding what has specifically happened with the CIA. Let's not forget you know, that he is still, you know, locked away in that Ecuadorian embassy, you know, being completely uh, shut down. Uh, let's not forget about Edward Snowden, who exposed the amount of mass surveillance that has taken place, you know, by the CIA, by these intelligence groups, and just entire dragnet of the, of the population. So those are the things that I want to see, you know, justice for. Those are the type of reforms I'm needing to see. And I'll go back to that same argument that I've stated, you know, numerous times. And that's the fact that with Attorney General Jeff Sessions, I just I just don't think that we're, we're going to see that, you know, anytime soon. Um, I, I may be wrong, uh, but I hope that we do get to that point uh, that we do see that uh, particular uh, happen. The next topic I want to jump into real quick is that we have some economic data that's being released. Primarily, they're going to probably adjust the GDP a little bit, but that's not specifically what I want to I want to talk about. What I do want to talk about is the massive tax cuts that were given to these corporations, and these tax cuts were specifically, you know, designed to to drive the economy for these companies, you know, to reinvest, you know, new products new facilities to help with the production of, of U.S. Made, made goods. And what we're finding out is that the U.S. GDP was revised lower for the first quarter based upon the inventories that these companies are, are producing. The U.S. economy grew at a touch softer in the first quarter than originally reported. 
mainly because of a slower building of inventory in inventories, gross domestic product was trimmed to an annual 2.2% versus 2.3. Now, I think it's going to come down even, even more, you know, from that, uh, specifically because I think that the numbers here, you know, we, we all know how they somewhat kind of, they get adjusted after the fact, after they're released. You know, many economists are stating to MarketWatch predicted gross domestic product would be unchanged. Adjusted corporate profits before taxes, meanwhile, fell 0.6% to mark the second straight decline. Now, what's interesting is obviously you see that that is actual before taxes. So when you take a look at the actual, the actual amount of money that these corporations saved, the actual, the government tax haul declined to an annualized 328.2 billion from 445.6 billion as a result adjusted after tax profits climbed 5.9%. Now, what specifically is interesting is that, you know, what happened? You know, what happened to that massive amount of money that these companies saved did they reinvest that did they utilize that big profit win from the tax cuts that eventually is going to come back and kick us in the tail uh, I, I mean I, i've covered this we've discussed this several times but at the end of the trump era these tax cuts are set to roll back everything for you and i uh except for the big corporations so you know i know we laugh at the time we say during the years of obama the top one percent got even wealthier well, I think it's going to even be double that uh, by the end of, of Trump's uh, term, specifically because what are what are these companies doing? They are utilizing the tax cut money to go in to offset to pay off higher dividends to their shareholders. Again, pumping up their own stock, and that's that whole thought regarding you know the the trickle down economics and things that are happening now, you know. Before you comment, say, oh, you know, CJ's being a social justice warrior and all. That's not what I'm saying at all. As I'm saying that first year terms tax cuts specifically, the only reason the economy is doing well, the only reason these companies are doing well is primarily because of the huge tax breaks. And I don't I don't believe in, 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 in the tax regard. I'm a firm believer that taxation is, is theft. So what I'm getting at here is that if this was truly intended to to drive the economy, to drive the job numbers, uh, those tax breaks should have been tied specifically to type of re some type of reinvestment. In other words, you know, you get the tax break, but until you reinvest that money specifically into new facilities, uh, jobs, maybe tax credits for, for, for hiring, you know, you don't get that in incentive. That's not paid to you in full. So, so it, it could have been done a, a lot better. And that's something that we specifically stated, you know, time and time again. And it, and it just, it just leads me to believe, and I just worry about what's that second quarter going to be. What is, what is with the 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 trade wars that are being generated right now? The the uh, the lower amount of not only imports and exports. We're seeing it. We're seeing it on both sides. We're seeing it on both sides in terms of the U.S. and the GDP. Is that we're seeing lower uh, exports and lower imports. So what's left for the American taxpayer? We we've exhausted that first year. You know, tax cuts. Uh, we all know how we felt about the economy under Obama with the, the fake jobs numbers, the fake stock market. And unfortunately, uh, under this administration, that is continuing. Uh, so right now, we're, we're just kind of wait and see. I know that everyone's very concerned regarding uh, 
the EU, the Italian banking crisis, what, what's happening there, which could spur uh, major problems heading in. I, I think it'll be timed. I, I, I posted this on social media. I think it'll be timed. I think specifically when, when George Soros, when he comes out and says, oh, you know, we're heading towards economic catastrophe and everything. I, I think it'll be planned. I think it'll be triggered. We, I, I can't remember what the percentages of the top 10 or 15% of people that control, control the most amount of the money, the world supply of money and, and can easily manipulate things. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Will they use that as a 11th hour attempt to disrupt the midterms? Will they do that in 11th hour attempt to uh, affect the 2020 uh, election? Uh, I think they will. I, I think specifically that they will because they they all know the wheels are falling off the, the Russia gate. The wheels are falling off every attempt to you know label uh, Donald Trump as a racist, uh, label him as a sexist. You know the amount of things, the amount of obstruction that has been placed in front of this president is just just beyond belief. So again, getting back to it. So what's going to happen come that twenty, uh, the midterms this year, twenty twenty? Uh, let's shift gears. We do have a big day here at Rogue, so we do have Harley uh, Schlanger that'll be coming on at, at twelve p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, and then we also have 4 p.m. We'll have Cuss with Gus, which I'm excited about. We missed Gus last week. I thought he was traveling, and about 5 o'clock, I get a tweet for, or a text from Gus saying, hey, aren't we doing a show? I'm like, sorry, Gus, I thought you were you were, you were were traveling. I thought I was waiting for him to drop the F-bomb on me or something, but but he never did. But uh, anyway, that, that's just for fun. So, again, uh, the other angle, the other thing I want to talk about is specifically is regarding you know, what, what current opportunity is in there. And this is something that, that, you know, we talk about considerably here at Rogue. And that's the fact that the potential amount of, of investment and the potential that are there with different companies that are moving towards, you know, blockchain, moving to uh, solutions based, you know, on, on utilizing tokens and cryptocurrencies. And an inter interesting article came out from uh, Zero Hedge. And this article actually states specifically that new reports suggest average ICO investor sees 82% profit. And this comes from Cointelegraph.com. Uh, recent analysts of initial coin offerings has found that an average ICO investor sees returns of 82% according to the published by the Boston College Carroll, Carroll School of Management. Uh, so, so again, just the opportunity now, you know, and that's why it's important to follow this. It's, it's important to get involved to understand, you know, specifically, you know, what ICOs are doing, what ICOs are opportunities uh, to get involved with those things. The 54-page report titled Digital Tulips Returns to Investors and Initial Coin Offerings found evidence of significant ICO underpricing after analyzing a data set of over 4,000 planned and related ICOs. The ICO studied raised a combined total of 12 billion, almost all of them since January of 2017. Uh, so, so I know that I don't have time, you know, I don't have time to do all the research on, on, on all the ICOs and, and read the white papers, understanding what these, you know, specific our ICOs are, are about. So, you know, that's why I encourage you to join the trade room. So, you know, you know, get involved and, and join the trade room and, and learn about, I know it's a shameless plug right now, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? I mean, I don't have the time for it. So that if I can spend some time in there and learn as far as, you know, you know, you know what their specific cowboy and and what they're talking about as far as what the crypto is doing what the opportunities are things that they're seeing uh, that saves me a lot of time and resource and 
And if we can make money doing it as well, uh, that's even that's even better uh, for all of us. I uh, do also want to thank uh, James, the Russian analyst. Uh, if you have not done so yet, make sure to go to roguemoney.net. Uh, make sure to check out. We did pu publish a couple of articles there on roguemoney.net. Uh, so go check those out. So uh, James was working hard last night to get those articles up and, and posted. So James, thank you uh, for doing that. Uh, we also had Bankster Slayer. Bankster Slayer also uh, released an article, uh, you know, Ken Shorkin Jr.'s article, Petrodollar Loses Another Customer as India Agrees to Buy Oil from Iran in Rupees, which is a, is a whole other conversation in itself. And then also Bankster Slayer uh, released an article uh, called The uh, Soul uh, Contracts. So go check those out on roguemoney.net. Stay tuned right here. Again, I apologize for the late start, you know, flying solo here today on Rogue Mornings. Uh, again, you know, uh, B was on an international call that ran significantly late. That's the only reason. So we'll, we'll be back tomorrow morning and we'll be delivering it uh, even even better show. So uh, take, come back at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Hanging with Harley. And then at 4 p.m. we'll have Cuss with Gus. And if you have not done so yet, go go back and check out. I've listened. I listened to it a second time last night because I think it's just so important as the dynamics are changing so quickly geopolitically. Uh, I think we're witnessing the quickening here. The quickening is happening as far as the shift away uh, from the dollar. And and day after day, there's new stories emerging regarding the fact that countries are finding solutions, a way to do trade away from the dollar. So go back, listen to that great interview that V did with Jim Willie. It's posted. Please share that. Uh, get that out uh, as well. So I uh, want to thank you all for listening in. Uh, this is CJ with Rogue Money, and we'll be back at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for all listening in. Enjoy your day. Take care, everyone.